a trio of book-loving ladies dedicated to finding and spotlighting new authors and bringing them to you through interviews and discussions of their amazing works. Each of the reading sirens is so similar, yet so different. You have Heather, the twisted rom-com queen. She brings the love with her romance pics, but will surprise you with a twist from time to time. And then you have Lucretia, the thrill seeker. The name says it all. She's here for all the chills, the thrills, and all the frills. And Stephanie, the wild card. She's out of the box and set to venture through genres galore. Her favorite is horror with blood, guts, and gore. But every now and again, she wants a little more. If that's not enough, you will also hear which characters stand out in a round of Fuck, Mary Kill. Take a dive with us. It's time to get lit. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of The Reading Sirens. We are excited to share with you guys our episode today. We have a guest speaker. It's the amazing author Tom Franks of Little Lamb. And uh, once you guys read this book, I don't know how endearing you'll think the title is. (laughs) (laughs) I love how if you search it up on Amazon and you type in Little Lamb, you get little kids books. (laughs) I know. I got Even if you put animal. Little Lamb books. And then you see it and I'm like, okay, here it is. Yeah. It's perfect. There are so many kids' books and all of them are higher than mine in the charts as well. So <laughs> We'll work on that. Yeah, we're working on I that. I see yours getting there soon, so don't oh, yeah. don't you worry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us today. I've been excited for it. I've been looking forward to speaking with you all. It's going to be fun. Yes. Yes, yes. So are you ready for your first question? I am indeed. Okay. What was your main inspiration for this book? Um, do you mean literary-wise or like my own personal information, uh, like inspiration? Sorry. Uh, both. Uh, so literary, my the, the first thrillers I ever read were James Patterson's first two novels, um, Along Came a Spider and Kiss the Girls. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I love those. I, prob- <laughs> I, I read them at an age where I probably wasn't meant to read them. Um but I was just kind of captivated by the darkness in the storylines, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I read them when I was 11. Oh, wow. Um, which I guess if you read something like that at that age, it doesn't, it makes a lot of sense. I ended up writing my own, you know? <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, which of those is your favorite? Along came a spider. Mm-hmm. I think so yeah. too. I was a big fan of kiss the girls in general, but along came the spider was really good mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I i i love both of them um yeah i think this, the, fil- the films are great as well um yeah and it's very rare that i say that about uh, film. films yeah. that have been made from books mm-hmm. if i read the book first i tend to not like the film the only films i've ever loved as much as the books were harry potter <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, good. but Along Came a Spider and Kiss the Girls, both both incredible. Um, and a, another thriller as well, which um, I, I, I loved, and it actually led to me really wanting to write my own, was uh, one called The Lady Killer by a British author called Martina Cole. Um, we're and we're writing this down. That's pretty dark. Know, yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> and you said Martina Cole? Yeah, Martina Cole, yeah. Okay. Nice. She's, she's got... She's got loads of novels i think the lady killer was her debut um and it came out in 1990 so it's the same age as me oh wow <laughs> yeah i think i think that's correct don't quote me on it so you're i don't want anyone coming for us. me if i'm wrong yeah <laughs> sorry you're actually you're younger, younger than, than all us. three of us <laughs> oh, am i <laughs> yeah 
Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Now I feel old. <laughs> really old. <laughs> right. Um, but then, then uh, uh, the other inspiration I had for writing Little Lamb is I wanted to do something uh, a little different regarding the storyline. I didn't want it to go... Uh, you know, I, I, I love reading. I read a lot of thrillers, mm-hmm. um, a lot of mystery books. I, sometimes, I dip into other genres as well, like fantasy. Um, but I feel like a lot of the time, even though, you know, there's so there are so many twists and things like that it's even if you can't guess them they don't always feel unexpected to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to try and do something that or write something that people just wouldn't be able to guess um, and still have an element of realism to it well you you did that yeah uh, <laughs> I did not expect the end I didn't either <laughs> I'm happy it took the approach you know a lot of books that you read they end up always giving you that happy ending mm-hmm. and with mm-hmm. this one it wasn't necessarily it was kind of a happy but kind of not but it was a twist that you could so see happening and it wasn't avoided so it was very yeah. nice yeah like um like you were saying it's very real mm-hmm. um and even uh so even in your description of the characters i think you did such a great job like i don't think i've i've seen another thriller where they take an entire chapter to pretty much describe to you like what this character looks like what they do mm-hmm. what they're about and i really enjoyed that about your book because i feel like you did that you did that with you know the the main characters pretty much the killer you did it with scott harris you did it with sarah like you even did a little bit of that with her parents and i mm-hmm. really like that and i know that you had initially started this as a short story right or you had published it as um uh, as a short story before so uh, it was I didn't I didn't publish it as a mm-hmm. short story. Um, I w- it, it was uh, so in England when we we're 16. That's our um, oh. last year of secondary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were assigned to do a piece of coursework that would go towards our it's, it's, a, it's called the GCSE, which is a qualification that you get at the end of secondary school. Um, mm-hmm. And we were assigned to do a coursework piece and we could choose whatever we wanted to do. Um, uh, and I love creative writing. So I. I wrote the short story then um, and it got perfect marks and was used as a perfect example of creative writing for mm-hmm. at least five years because my younger sister got given it when it was her turn oh, wow. to do her GCSEs. Yeah, she was fuming. She was livid. She's like, ah, oh, here my big yeah. brother is again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. When you did that, did you envision that beginning for each of these characters or was that something that you added on as you were making it into a novel um with scott harris i I feel like i had a very clear picture of him um from then and then you know for the many years where i didn't write anything and always wanted to i always had what kind of character i wanted him to be in my mind um i wanted to try and avoid most tropes i i had some in there um but n- none that were too annoying i hope no um but i just i wanted yeah i always had a very clear picture of him with with the antagonist um michael and then sarah the victim i never really had a very vibrant picture of them that was more i built on when i started planning uh the novel i like how you were able to see like help us see the contrast too between the two of them because i feel like uh it's funny because you would expect like the detective to be a little bit more meticulous and careful and um it ended up being the other way around so yeah he's he's just more uh like passionate than anything mm-hmm. else i know? liked it um, i feel like sometimes they need to be that way mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like to show that they actually care it's not just a job mm-hmm. 
you know that's what I wanted to try and portray um with him um and then and then with Michael as well I wanted to kind of portray that although he is the bad guy um when you were trying to portray like his own thoughts he wasn't a bad person in his own head he was just very troubled yeah yeah um, I've- I feel like he was. Oh, it did. I feel like he was a victim of circumstance. Like if things hadn't happened the way they did with his mom or with his foster parents, he. I don't think he would have went to the lengths that he did with Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you. uh, You said that because that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I was going for. Actually, so Mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah. Um, The whole time. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I think it's. Oh, sorry. Apologies. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying the whole time I just kept wanting to like have him sit down for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, listen here. But that's, yeah, that's exactly it. I, I think that's I wanted that. I wanted there to be. I, I feel like when you when you read something and you, it makes you feel conflicted, that's kind of fun in a weird way. When you're almost like when there, when there's a part of you that feels sorry for the person you're supposed to hate. Mm-hmm. I definitely did. Yeah, because it draws that emotion out of you as the reader as well. I mean, and it did with me as as the writer. Um, I I, I kind of live uh, my writing uh, and, and reading, and then uh, and sport actually. I kind of live everything I, very vicariously. Um, oh, that's and there'll awesome. be there were times like when I'm when I'm writing and I finish a particularly sort of I don't know dark chapter, or especially when I have to try and put myself into the mind of the antagonist or someone who's a bit twisted. Um, and come away from it and I have to like just sort of put the pen down and be like right I need to take a break mm-hmm. for five minutes now you know and just sort of refresh my mind a little bit because I really do get very involved yeah were there any of the characters um that were in your book based off people that that you know no no they <laughs> oh, were good. all statements of my imagination <laughs> fortunately yeah that's a good thing <laughs> yeah I mean, it's interesting that that's a good thing, isn't it? That I can yeah. conjure up this, these dark things in my own mind and people don't judge me for that. But if I knew people like it, then people would judge me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we wouldn't have room to judge because, I mean, it's not like it would be unless you're the killer. We're <laughs> a judgment-free really zone here, so you can – we like wicked minds. And uh, we're all pretty yeah, twisted, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Good. Good, yeah. That's well. That's that's the audience I'm aiming for. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all your characters, what one did you relate to more? I think Scott. Um, de- definitely, definitely Scott. Actually, I think it was. You know, you can see in the book with the way that he he couldn't let it go, even when he was supposed to. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that that would that would be me if I was ever in a situation where it was, you know, if with a loved one or something like that, I wouldn't be able to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found those moments quite easy to write because it was almost just sort of, you know, it came from putting myself in that situation. What would I do? And it's like, you know, I, I would go to the ends, ends of the earth and that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, probably Scott, I'd say, which I hope isn't tooting my own horn too much. No, <laughs> you're allowed to. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in the beginning, Scott like made this like issue where like he was like i just want to be left alone and uh, mm-hmm. you know i do want to catch a tough or like a tough case that will challenge me but not too tough <laughs> when it, it almost feels like yeah. he's just very hopeless at the time because yeah, he talks a lot about like a lot of the things he wasn't going to be able to do anymore because of his age and then yeah i think it was a kind of like, like the, a burnout yeah, yeah. <laughs> a burnout situation mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah well it's and, and having a successful career too mm-hmm. um and, you know, a lot of, in, in any career, people don't talk about what that's like when you have all of that success, all these high, pro, you know, and in his case, all these high profile cases and he's got plaudits, people celebrating him because he's great. And then all of that dries up and nothing interesting is happening. And then he just fades into the background. 
and that's what his life becomes is you know he's almost the forgotten man Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. speaking of forgotten things um not well people i shouldn't call her things but (laughs) 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 it brought me to her because uh at some point you know they give up on the investigation they give up on even looking for sarah or they they take funds away and and, um make it tougher for them is she her case goes cold cold pretty much but uh one thing that i really this is gonna sound so weird one thing that i really liked about how you wrote Sarah in is that gradual descent into her pretty much going into Stockholm syndrome. Um, I like mm-hmm. that you didn't just, it wasn't just something that hit us out of nowhere. We could actually see almost like step by step how he broke her down and how something like that truly happens in, in real life. Because I think on the outside looking in, it can be easy for us to judge or say, like, oh, how could they ever do that? And we got to see how that happens in your description of Sarah's experience. Yeah, and I think that's where the, the psychological element comes into it because, mm-hmm. you know, psycho- Stockholm Syndrome doesn't happen quickly. It's mm-hmm. a very, like it's, as you say, it's, it's a psychological grinding down of that person. Um, and there are, there are many ways that it gets administered, but his way was almost kindness, you know, very gradual mm-hmm. kindness too, like a short rope of what she was allowed to do and then, making that link with when she behaved herself, so to speak, he would reward her. Yeah, he pretty much conditioned Um, her to love him. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting in it. I mean, it, it made a lot of sense to me where they ended up just because of um, those tidbits that you were able to show us of their, pretty much their budding relationship, because I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what it ended up being at the end, even though it was a really twisted and, Obviously, none of us would want to be a part of that relationship, but what happened? Well, a lot. I mean, even her isolation in the room, too. Like, and she thrived on seeing him or coming Mm -hmm. home or coming to the house and Mm -hmm. opening that door. And he would encourage her with food. And yeah, um, he eventually gave her a bed and (laughs) let her watch TV. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Even if the TV was always. uh more what you know to sort of torment her a little bit it was it was human contact mm-hmm. you know he, he would you know leave her sometimes days at a time in a place in the middle of nowhere no human contact no conversation mm-hmm. no sound no music nothing um right and i think any one of us would you know sort of just we would look for anything really any any sort of contact whatsoever mm-hmm. after a certain amount of time right and then i'm like how else would you react to after hearing the news because she pretty much heard the news of her case going cold and how they weren't gonna continue to search for her Mm -hmm. you know so i'm like this is the only person she has left of course she's gonna hold on to them yeah and especially when like you know it's always fight or flight Mm -hmm. um but in in her circumstance neither of those options would work so it's just find a way to survive Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like if they would have met under un, like different circumstances they would have made a good couple yeah potentially yeah i mean if he hadn't had such a if he wasn't so <laughs> like a twi- like a, if he didn't have the childhood that he had and they would have met like naturally i feel like they would have been good partners yeah i mean i, I think he, he could have been for anybody if he if he wasn't mm-hmm. so screwed up because mm-hmm. really what it came down to is he, he'd never really experienced proper love Every, yeah. everything mm-hmm. he had was kind of twisted and that's all, all he really wanted was that mm-hmm. yeah um, 
but you know if you haven't experienced it properly you don't know how to do it exactly <laughs> and he even initially says like no woman will love me mm-hmm. yeah. and i'm yeah. like oh that's so sad yeah <laughs> Can you imagine his mom loved yeah him? <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, it's, i mean it's, it, it's as much as it's not fun feeling like that it's, i'm glad yeah. that my writing made you feel that way oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love your writing buddy, Marley. How did she come into your life? Oh, so she's uh, my wife's dog, actually. My dog now. Um, but she already <laughs> had her when we met. Um, and I, I love dogs. I mean, I love Same. all animals, really. I'm a bit of a sucker. I, I, I hike a lot, and I'm always hoping that I'll see something, a bear or something. I still haven't, <laughs> I still, I still haven't seen a bear, which I'm very disappointed about. Are you um, going to try and hug one when you see it? Don't no, I, I, I know to keep a safe distance. <laughs> I would try to hug it. Oh, no. Yeah. That's I mean, me. I, w- I wish I wish they were as cuddly as they look. Right. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately cuddly, not. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, so my wife, she she had her. Um, and so then you brought I her to Marley. the dark side. Yeah, yeah, she just yeah, well, yeah, she spends her day, her day distracting me while I'm trying to write and at, at regular intervals she'll be snoring one minute and then all of a sudden she's by my side nudging me and I'm like how did you do that so quickly? I didn't even didn't even hear you move, she's you know. So, she's in stealth mode. Yeah. She yeah, she really is. She'll creep up on me quite a lot, but I don't mind it. She's very cute. So She is really cute. I love her little face. <laughs> she's yeah, she's proven quite popular on my Instagram because like, mm-hmm. I post her quite a lot. And um, I've just finished uh, formatting my second novel, um, and I actually have her on the dedications page. <laughs> Aww, that's cute. I love the yeah. title of that one too because yes. the Ma- sneak peeks that I've seen, I'm like, ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. I want to see Ma- Mantis. Mm-hmm. Mantis. Yeah, it's uh, it's. Uh, it's a little more twisted than Little Lamb. Um, a little darker, a little more graphic. Interesting. Um, I'm going to have so, to prepare yeah. myself. I know. I'm like, well, I'm just bumping it up closer to my to-be-read list. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm hoping to get everything finalized soon. So I'm hoping it won't be too long before I have uh, a cover reveal and then uh, get a release date penciled in. That's um, awesome. But I just, yeah, I'm just trying to get it all, all perfect and ready to go that was a really fun one to write actually um yeah i just it's just yes yeah, it's just a, a little darker it's all based in in london as well um so that was that was always really fun for me because i know london quite well so it was like being able to you know d- to describe a place really accurately mm-hmm. so it's like when when people read it if they've been to london they'll know exactly the places i'm talking about you're gonna have people locked up in their homes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man, I wouldn't want to. Well, if, if if it's just because they're reading my book, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I'm I'm working on a third at the minute as well. I just actually surpassed the forty thousand word mark Ooh. today. Um, but again, this is a different style. Also, I've I've gone. I'm doing like a, it's like a domestic thriller. Um, oh, that'd be good. And rather than being sort of dark and twisted, it's actually just quite tragic and sad. Um, but it's got it's got a, many twists, um, and I'm sort of at the moment now where some of the twists are being revealed before I tie it all in. So I'm at the really fun part of writing. Oh, that, <laughs> that sounds fun. Well, I feel like as much as I like a happy ending, I really enjoy a not happy ending. So I'm excited <laughs> for this one. Same. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it, again, it's, it's, that's always personal perspective as well, isn't it, on mm-hmm. what you regard a happy ending as? Because mm-hmm. I've had some people think that Little Lamb is a, a happy ending just because they're focusing on, 
you know, Scott more yeah. than anything else. Um, and everyone hopes he'll be okay. I mean, he's proved quite a popular character, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking in, in the future, I might actually do um, a prequel story. Oh, that, I would, oh I'm cool. so here for that. I know, me too. I was going to say, I really liked his, um, just his growth in, the, in Little Lamb. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see even more. That was actually one of my questions. Yeah, it was mine oh. too. I wanted to know if oh, he really? was going to use, uh, like if you would ever write more of those characters. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think yeah, I think what I'd like to do with Scott Harris is I might I, I was um, I've had like a very rough plan written down at the minute for a, a future book involving him, which is the case that gets him promoted to detective. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, nice. So, so sort of like an origin story, so to speak. I'm all here for that. That'd be so fun. that'll be fun. Since we're on uh, Scott, what made you pick his drink of choice? <laughs> Whiskey. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I am a whiskey fan. Okay. <laughs> I wrote so, that down. We, I was like, "Ooh, a double Glenlivet. What is that? I've never yeah. had that before. I've had so, whiskey." But when I, I read it to you, I was like, "She's gonna pick a, <laughs> She's gonna make a drink out of this." <laughs> if you if you haven't had Glenlivet, definitely try it. Try the twelve year. It's beautiful. Um, and that's yeah. I just just I try and use things like that that I know rather than choosing a drink that I hate or I've never tried I can actually accurately depict something I enjoy as well so um throughout my books you'll find little things like that that if I've written about it it's probably something I like or enjoy only the food and drink not any of the <laughs> yeah. I, would I was like, like okay clear. wait a minute <laughs> I don't know can't just pick and choose <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> Oh, great. Now the, the FBI are going to be at my door tomorrow morning. <laughs> what would you say is, has been the biggest challenge from living in the UK to living now here in the States? Oh, good question. Thanks. Oh, that's a very good question. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know it's different. It's definitely you know different. What? So, so the, c- culturally, like most things are quite straightforward um, coming from the UK because you, we've, you know, I, I grew up with American culture on TV, films, books, everything. Um, it's more the biggest challenge, and this is going to sound quite sad, is trying to make new friends in your thirties. It's it's weird. It's you know when you're when you're younger or like I mean I played rugby um, in England, and all my best friends came from the team that I was on, and they were my groomsmen at my wedding, and you know. <laughs> Uh, we're that we're really close we're like brothers so it's coming here and i no longer play rugby so i don't have that like team mentality and it's trying to like bridge those conversations like i was at the gym and there's this yeah it's like well how do you how do you do that like mm-hmm. when you're it's, it's just a different approach and i was at the gym and there's a guy that i talked to there big guys in the um in the air force and me and him talk all the time so this one day i was just like hey um you fancy grabbing a beer you know if i could give him my number and um and I came back home and I said to my wife, I was like, I just asked the guy out. <laughs> All excited. I made a new friend today. <laughs> well, you just made three friends here today. Aww. Yeah. So that. You can count. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> I feel like, you know, your accent is like a good conversational starter sometimes because, I mean, like you said, like rugby is not unfortunately popular here in the States. I mean, you have to know yeah. football. I wish it was. Football. Yeah. Well, they, there's a rugby team in Bakersfield. There's a women's one and a men's uh, rugby team. I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> yeah, because oh. One of my football uh, teammates, she used to play, uh, she was in a I want to go hit some people. (laughs) 
Do football. It's a great Do sport. football with me next time. <laughs> okay. It's a little rough. I, 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 love, I, I, love fo- I love football. I absolutely love football. I'm a big Denver Broncos fan. Oh, um, poor you. Yeah, I know. Hey, we've just got Russell, we got Russell Wilson this year. It's going to be different. I'm actually excited to see the first game because it's the Broncos versus the Seahawks. And I'm really hoping that the Broncos oh, I like win. Those. So I'm excited for well, that one. My Monday night is already sorted with that. I've already said yes. me and my wife are like, right, we're, we're getting wings in, we get beers, Aww. there's no cooking, nothing. We just sit down and we watch the game. Okay, now I'm curious, what's your wing flavor? I, I see, I like an assortment, um, but I'm, I'm big on spicy. So if oh. I can, so if I can find, because I love mango habanero. Oh, gotcha. I was okay. going to say I like that flavor. Mm-hmm. For spice? But my issue with it, my issue with it is sometimes they don't go heavy enough with the mm-hmm. spice. So it really just tastes like mango. So if I can, yeah. when I find the right one, that's my favorite. Gotcha. <laughs> that's why I get lucky that my husband makes them himself because he makes them very spicy. <laughs> what the yeah, millions that's what I, need, I, need, I need to stop being so lazy and just do that. <laughs> Make your own. <laughs> so since um, moving from England to here, how has the beer been? Like, was it a big, like, did you have to get used to like our beer or were you able to find like a happy medium between what you liked over there or? Um, I mean, I, I, I like in England, I drank craft beers. Um, okay. I, I like IPAs and things like that. And it, Colorado's like the best place in the world for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I live I live just outside of Colorado Springs, and there's there there are more breweries here than there are anything else. <laughs> yeah. So that oh, there's the really Great American Beer Festivals over yes. there, right? Yeah, Great American. I have an American Beer Festival. It's coming yeah, up in October. In You'll have beer from all over. I think it's in Denver. Where? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, and I it's appreciate like a, the heads up on that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's something in the water over there. Because I think you're like the fourth or fifth author that I know that's in that area. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's either in the beer or in the water. Probably Something. the beer. <laughs> or both. Who knows? It could be. The weather. The weather's great here, okay. too. It's not so hot. It thing. does first. It's hot here. Is. Today was miserable. Mm-hmm. The hottest day of yeah. the year. I've seen, I've seen some of the temperatures over on the West Coast just recently, and that's like crazy hot. Yeah. Today We're was 116. Wave. I think I'm sweating oh. right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, once, once I, I, I run quite hot naturally. Um, so my sweet spot is like high 70s. Yeah. Same. So 116, <laughs> I, I would be yeah, incapacitated. I'd just be, I'd probably aircon on stood in the fridge. <laughs> the girls are lucky I'm wearing clothes right now. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But one thing, one issue I do have regarding beer coming from England to here is your pints are smaller. Oh, oh I didn't even know that. So we need to yep. go over there and. Have so a when we go over there, we need to ask for a mega pint. A mega pint of wine. No, because in England oh, it's a regular pint. Over there. Oh, that's true. Here. So you need to, you need to ask for a mega pint. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I always, I mean, when I first came, I went to a brewery and they, I ordered a pint because it said pint, <laughs> and it came out, and I was looking at the glass, and I was like, I pretty sure i haven't grown that much Um, it's like when you go to the moon right going to the u.s you grow too (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's exactly how it felt um but yes three three 3.3 fluid ounces smaller oh Oh, wow that sounds like a lot come on that's a lot dripping on some beer here (laughs) well thank you for telling us so what's our biggest what would be our biggest 
order? Like, what would you call our biggest? 24 ounce. But doesn't have yeah, the 24 ounces. If I if I see a 24 ounce, that's what I order. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest biggest one possible. Yeah. I'm not a beer drinker, so that's why I don't know. (laughs) What do you drink? Nothing. Water. (laughs) Nothing at all. We'll just water. Very seldom the girls will get me to drink like a shot here and there, but I don't Mm -hmm. typically drink like alcohol. Sometimes you'll have your mules, your Moscow Yeah, I like Moscow mules. I do like those. That's a good choice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. just very seldom. Yeah. Yeah, it does. uh, As you know, we're we're known for drinking uh, in England, so... (laughs) Um, we want to go over there on a little stereotypes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the stereotypes I do live up to. I li- I like beer. I can't help it. <laughs> you're, it's okay. You're allowed. You know what's funny? I didn't even know that that was a stereotype. I know. Yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Like beer is American way. So, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it, it, the London way now. Too. <laughs> right. It brings our. It brings us together across the pond. Yes. It does. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just noticed here, like people. I mean, like if we've got sport on in in England, so uh, sometimes um, the rugby might be on at like really early in the morning. If say England are playing in Australia, and if there's sport on, we'll drink. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. And then like here, you know, football in, in Colorado, like the early games on a Sunday start at like ten thirty. I'll like crack a beer, and my brother-in-law will be like, "You're drinking already? <laughs> you can't judge my life." Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, there's sport. Obviously, I have there's sports on, right? <laughs> I don't, you can't I don't just watch it. Yeah. I'm like, where are these people you meet? I kind of like that mentality, though. <laughs> like, just be happy. Yeah. Drink when you want to drink. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, or don't, or if you don't want to drink, don't drink, and don't, don't let anyone force you to do it. Exactly. So, you know, Amen. Do, I know. Do what you like to do. Heather brings the fun whether she's drinking or not so That's thanks true. i try exactly exactly you don't you don't need you don't need drink to have fun mm-hmm. no but it just makes it a lot funner i yeah. would drink it more yeah. but it it um i don't like the way it makes it makes me super hot and i don't like that oh so i feel like it reacts with me maybe wrong Maybe. Or like, you remember you thought I might be like allergic to it, maybe? Oh, we talked about it because some yeah. people have that gene where they're allergic to alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> so every once hey, in a while, that, I, would. Really I would hate if to... I had that one or if I had that gene where you taste cilantro and it tastes like soap. Oh, Ugh. my sister has oh, yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, I've how ne- do you I've not like cilantro? I love cilantro. I know Same. Too. I'm like, I wouldn't be able to live without like. No. That's like on everything in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, imagine, eating a, imagine eating a taco and not having cilantro. Right? It wouldn't taste the Can same. Can you imagine a taco with just meat and onions? No. Or Boring. with just meat? Like you need stuff on there. Okay. So what? what's your go-to taco? Uh, I don't, you know, with, with tacos, I don't really have a go. I like getting assortments. <laughs> he so likes options. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a little more specific when I have a burrito. I tend to go for steak burritos. Um, and I always have red and green chili because I, I, I can't ever oh, choose. The com- yes, I love to have the combination of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But t- tacos are small. So it's like, do I really want to have like six <laughs> of the same? You when know, I can that's, have that's six so true. Different ones? Yeah. <laughs> Shrimp, yeah. chicken, but, yeah. I know. Sada, pastor. Well, yeah, because I'm like, I feel like when I go to a when I go to a taco truck, I want to see what they have, and then I want to try like the different Everything. ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is that, that, that you've, you've literally asked me today about all the things I love: books, food, Aww. and beer. That's it. Yeah. Hey. Oh, and, and dogs. Rugby. And dogs. <laughs> oh, and dogs. And yeah. dogs. Yeah. 
I had to yep. bring up Marley. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. Oh, Marley. She's she is great. She is great. We have to we have to be careful with her. She has like um, early onset of arthritis in her Aww. back hips. Aww. So it's you know which unfortunately she can't go like sprinting around at the dog park anymore. It has to be on leash walking. She has mm-hmm. a daily supplement, and then we just have to keep an eye on her. And if if she ever shows like a day where she might be a bit uncomfortable, we have to, like, you know, make her rest because she won't. She yeah. she comes up she to me at the same time every day and stares at me until it's walk time. I feel like that's a big so problem sad. with like bigger dogs because the shepherds I grew up with had the same problem. Yeah, it can be quite common. Uh, it's yeah. also like a, a breed thing. I know that mm-hmm. uh, German shepherds and stuff get it. Marley's. Um, uh, she's a crossbreed of an American Akita and a Labrador, and Labradors Aww. can suffer with it as well. Yeah, they're great so, dogs, though. I know. But yeah, I'd love her to pieces. She's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, and for uh, answering you. our non-book related questions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> thank you for the, the opportunity. Office. I I love I love doing things like this, um, and I love answering questions about everything too. I, <laughs> I don't want, you know, when people read my books, I want them to love them, but I don't want people just to think of me as just an author. So I, I, I try and engage with um, anyone, really, mm-hmm. who, who want to talk about me or my writing on social media. Um, I won't name any authors, but I've, I've spoken to a number of like high profile thriller authors and they, they, there's, they can sometimes be this sort of like air of superiority, unfortunately, that comes from them. Like they don't feel like there's any need to answer your questions. Um, and I don't want to be that person. Yeah. I, I want, you know, if people want to ask questions about my writing or books that I enjoy to read or even questions about the industry. And because I've learned so much uh, this year um, with in regards of what to avoid, what to do, what not to do. Um and, and and it's that there are there are a lot of people out there in the writing industry that are looking to exploit you, <laughs> right? Um, there, there there really is. I, I, I you know, and it's I, I, so that's why I, I engage with everybody because mm-hmm. um, at least that way I can actually impart some of my own experiences and hopefully help people along the way. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. You have to let us know when your next book's going to come out, and we'll go live with you. And yes. we'll, I will. Yeah. I will definitely do that. I'll keep. I'll keep you posted. I'm hope. I'm hoping. I've been a little bit slack on it because I've got really involved in writing my third one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hoping to have it ready. I'm hoping to have it out, but but but, but probably in December is what I'm hoping for. Oh, that'll Ooh, be good. Perfect for Christmas. So, yeah. Yeah. And my birthday's nice the beginning of the year. Christmas guys. story. Yeah. <laughs> These girls love creepy Christmas stories. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a creepy Christmas. That could be yeah. fun. I'll do like a, I'll do a fun little short story where santa's the bad guy yes that would be amazing. <laughs> i'm all here for that too yeah have you guys seen um the new american horror story shorts oh yeah yeah, yeah. there's a no. there's a yeah okay so there's an episode you'll have to look it up it's an episode i think it's like the frat boy episode yeah it's i think it's called the bro house you'll bro have house. to see that one so there's an evil santa and it's um do you like uh is it joe Tre- trevino or johnny john he does trevino. machete i know who you mean yes so he is the santa very good (laughs) well thank you so much we really appreciate you coming on yes we're definitely gonna have to chat again yes yeah i'll look forward to it it's a lot of fun i appreciate the opportunity oh of course thank you have a great rest of your day thank you go and cool down get the the (laughs) oh yes we're we're all about to go jump in creature's pool (laughs) oh perfect (laughs) thanks enjoy your evening you too bye it is 
Oh, yeah? It's time for Fuck, Mary Woohoo! <laughs> okay, so I loved the beginning description of Detective Scott Harris. So he's going to be my fuck. And I would so be that girl at the bar, like, are you going to buy me a drink? <laughs> Heather, are you, totally. Are you sweating or is it the weather? I'm just kidding. A little both. <laughs> She's are like, you, oh, who knows? I like him. Are you HOT right now? Just like the description of his suit. Yeah. Leading I don't know. His body form fitting. Yes. Right? It, totally. <laughs> and it describes like him as a, he used to play sports. Yes. <laughs> totally here for that. My kill is going to be Michael's foster parents that like abused him. Um, I feel that he was a victim of his circumstance. So if he wouldn't have had that and some other situations happen, he wouldn't have been as twisted as he was. So I would have to take them out. And then my Mary is going to be James Locke because he never turned his back on Scott. And even though like years had gone by, he still stood by him and was like, hey, he knows or has like a hunch something's happening. I'm going to back him up. So I would want that in like a partner. So he would be my Mary. Nice. What's up, Mike? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll start with my Mary since we're sister wives yet again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, similar to Heather, I do think, you know, James is that person that would always have your back. And so I really like that about him. I do feel a little bad. Like, I feel like he was almost like a little puppy dog, like trying to help. But it came from a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, he was probably just eager to learn. And if he's eager to learn, he's eager to please. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like he probably looked up to Scott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Scott's kind of a big deal at this point. And mm-hmm. I mean, and he's really just wanting to follow I him. hope he's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Which is nice. So. Right. Um, so he would be my Mary. My kill would actually be Michael's mom. I feel like she started the whole domino effect mm-hmm. of, you know, him going down this path. Although, I mean, obviously everybody has to take some accountability and responsibility at some point, but she fucked him up pretty bad. So I think if she would have stayed, I mean, actually, I don't, I can't say that, but I'm assuming if she would have stayed, if she was a good mom, which I'm thinking she was at mm-hmm. some point, if he loved her that much, um, I think he, he would have had a better chance in life. Mm-hmm. And my fuck would be the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I just hey, picture him as like this scruff guy who's just like, he knows his regular, he's like, okay, you need this, you need that. And then... He tells you the truth, like you didn't need to be a jerk, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, my Mary would be Peter, just because he was so loving and he mm-hmm. was sad. He just needed somebody to love forever, mm-hmm. and he did have it. He just, it just kind of all went to shit at some point. Yeah. Um, and then my fuck would be <laughs> Locke, James Locke too, just because. Um, he just seemed like he really wanted to please, and of course he's gonna please <laughs> me. So, <laughs> and then kill would be Michael because everybody's held accountable. Yeah, he did come from a poor situation, but he took that poor situation and made it his own choice. Like, yeah, and made it poor for someone else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could have learned from the situation, and be like, I'm just gonna better myself, and I'm gonna grow from what I'm doing now. And unfortunately, he chose the wrong pathway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Michael got to go. I loved the music references 
in the book. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, I liked those. Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> I know. I like the the drink. <laughs> I'm like, I need to look this up. I liked her little jogging pathway. I mean, obviously, I didn't go out where go right. really well. I wanted her apartment. Oh, so, like okay, so I know, I know, but I also liked how she, so she would set her outfits out. Yes, night I was like, I wish I was ready. that organized. She had a plan for her day yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. But I think my favorite part of her, like, if she wouldn't have, because I, I don't know, like at some point I wanted to marry her, but then I didn't. But uh, my favorite part of her was when she like wakes up in the morning and she's like. Ugh, I hate freaking waking up this early. But am I really going to work out later? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well do it now. Yeah. <laughs> so that was very relatable. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to read more of his work. I know. I really like this one. I feel like I the do twist too. was pretty good. I didn't. I really didn't expect the end. I, I didn't feel at like all. He hit us with like a triple twist at the end mm-hmm. in like less than ten pages. Like yeah, like, I was oh, like, oh, oh, bam, oh. Bam. I feel like my neck was breaking from all that. Yes. You know. Yeah. No, it was great. Though. I do feel her twist of which way am I going to go was if she would have seen like lights coming she wouldn't have done what she did. But since she saw that no one was coming to save her or to like back up Scott, she took the route that she did. See, and the way I see it is she didn't know what she was going to do with the rest of her life. Like she didn't know if she was going to be able to go back to her life the way it was. So mm-hmm. I think she did it from that desperation. Um, I think so, she, I mean, desperation she just got way, used to not having to have any responsibilities. So I think well, it I think freaked that her was out. Part of it, and I think the other part is like you're thinking nobody really cares about you anymore, even if it's an illogical thought. Mm-hmm. Like they're giving up on me, you know? They yeah. don't want to keep searching. Yeah. Um, I think the person I felt for the most was her mom. Yes. Just because her mom, like, there was a line in there where she's like, "I have birthed two babies, and I have that been part gutted me. Both of them alive. Like, now. I felt so bad yeah. for her in that part. Mm-hmm. So so bad." It was so. a poor situation, and unfortunately, you know, it didn't pan out the way she wanted, so it just sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, as a mom, you don't ever want your kids to be taken from you yeah. in any mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, When I think that's where, like, that's where my tug comes in, is, like, uh, I think if Sarah would have known how much her parents were hurting for her mm-hmm. and were really expecting her, like, she would have had a little bit more hope. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's not what the media was portraying, and it's not. Once she got that, that was it. Yeah. yeah. But I loved it. It was such a good book. It was. It was. And it was truly realistic because, I mean, how many cases truly go cold, you know? And then mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's very rare that they actually end up getting the happy ending. No, or even just the epiphany, like how Scott was able to remember the face, and he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Like, I need to go figure Can this out. Can you imagine, like, in. coming out mm-hmm. just to smoke? And then looking across and being like, I remember that fucker. Yeah. You know, and it just clicking. And that's what. Yeah. Like, You're like, mm-hmm. I know that face. And then especially somewhere. like when he dropped the cup and ran. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love that part. And then everybody already doubts you. So you're like, yeah. going up against the world at that he point. He lost but. like everything in his life. Yeah. But yeah, poor situations all around. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least for I him. I really hope we get more it. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Even like the whole ed- before he, who he is now, that'd mm-hmm. be nice because mm-hmm. like we did get the description of him and his everyday life now, but 
We're going to get him in his prime. I know. I'm excited. Having a weekend game and he's like taking a shower, you know. (laughs) Just soap running down his body and his abs. Mm -hmm. Hey, Scott. (laughs) There'll be three of us waiting at the bar. Right? He's got to say yes to one of us. He's going to be like, oh, my God, it's the sirens again. I'm out. We'll get that girl to go up to him. And then we'll just be like nonchalant, like on the other end. Oh, and then we start so laughing, annoying. like, wow, I can't believe she would do that. You know, like, yeah. Oh, sorry, she disrespected you that way. Yeah. <laughs> we would never do that. Right? <laughs> Come join our table. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Please remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, or your preferred platform. For any suggestions, you can email us at r-e-a-d-i-n-g-s-i-r-e-n-s at gmail.com or send us a direct message through Instagram at r-e-a-d-i-n-g underscore s-i-r-e-n-s for any author suggestions, recommendations, or feedback. Thank you.